0: back to the drop-in it's Tanya here and I'm
1: Agatha and today we're just touching in on how it's feeling to be entering this new year so let's drop in
0: so 2023 here we are another turn
1: seems (laughs) um crazy that we're almost like mid Jan.
0: Are we? 11th of Jan today yeah. when we're recording. Yeah, it's weird. Um it yeah. almost feels like Jan, the end of Jan feels like oh, and I'm like, "No, we're only day 11." And yeah I like, it it's
1: like calm down. Um yeah, we we took a little break unknowingly. Yes. Um <laughs> we did try and record a few other episodes before this and the universe just said no. Um,
0: A few technical issues. Just a few technical issues. Um,
1: You know, Mercury retrograde
0: doing its thing. (laughs) I don't know if that was it, or if we just if it was just more of a like human error, human error, or we just weren't supposed to be recording and trying to dish out an episode on the second of January. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um. So we're here, and yeah, it feels good to be back in discussion and just. Touching in on what we're feeling in this moment.
0: Yeah. And like coming back to, I mean, what we're doing here is really Aggie and I every week are just like, okay, what's dropping in for us? Like mm. that is the theme of the whole podcast. It's not some pre-planned structured um agenda that we are trying to fit ourselves into but it's like let's be really honest like what is dropping on for us what feels true right now and let's talk about that yeah and then we have a little moment to prepare and then we come on (laughs) yeah um mostly
1: it's like me just when i'm driving over feeling into like what's
0: what's coming through for me
1: um how am i actually feeling and i think that's i guess just testament to like how we
0: both try and live our lives as well Um, Yeah, not too much pre-planning yeah (laughs) you know or if you do like flexibility with it yeah anyway Yeah. yeah here we are um I think something that kind of
1: dropped in for me um was this idea of January being a month of the pressure to reinvent yourself um to create this new version of yourself to be a different person and I think it's just an impossible goal that we set ourselves um to be different in the space of 11 days you know (laughs) (laughs) Um, when we think about it in that way it just seems ridiculous Mm -hmm. um and I guess I just like wanted to say like it's okay if you don't reinvent yourself this year It's okay if you never reinvent yourself again, but it's also like things will unfold as they should is something I wrote. Um, and I think we have the whole year to figure out what that is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think even no matter how conscious you are of that whole concept, like for me, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to reinvent myself, but I still feel the pressure too. Like, it still sneaks in. Definitely. It's, it's claws are deep in there. Yeah. You know, that whole concept and you feel this like, okay, this is going to be the year that, mm, this yeah. is going to be the year that I, mm, you know. And it's Totally. Yeah. I
1: mean, I feel it as well. Yeah. Like, I definitely can sense myself going into a higher gear or like, you know, pushing the buttons a little too hard um or like stretching myself a little too mm-hmm. thin and then I have to like come back and be like oh that's actually not working for me yep. um and so it is a bit like pressure cooker I feel mm. like this like where will I land yeah um this year and I think something I wrote here was like new year new me yeah. and like that's something that you hear so often and I know I say it jokingly sometimes um but it isn't really a, a new you it's just like a it's an iteration yeah um and it's funny I was like thinking about it as well about how in the astrological calendar the new year doesn't actually start till April mm-hmm. And so I feel like we're still in this moment of like Capricorn energy as well. Um, with January, it's very much more like planning. And so maybe an invitation is like lean into like what you're planning rather than like action. Yeah. Um, where, when we hit that Aries season, it is more like fiery and action and go forward. Yeah. And so we've had like almost four months yep. to then marinate in our goals rather mm. than like 11 days.
0: <laughs> and it does feel more planning as well. If I think it's more like for me, the first of Jan after New Year's Eve is always like. One, I want to have a sleep in, but (laughs) then I always just want to get in natural water. Like I want to get Mm. in the ocean. I know you went into a beautiful natural lake and it's like, I just need to get in the ocean for that reset, that refresh, that cleanse. And I just want to spend like a good hour and a half journaling like with my tea and just pondering like, and really like nutting out and being in reflection with myself and um, of the year that's been, and then how I want the next year to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, so I found myself just doing some of that on the first of Jan and that felt, yeah, it's more that stop and reflect, which was what we spoke about on the episode that was lost into the abyss. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, just like planning forward. Like, how do I want to feel? Like, what are the things that I want to, the goals or the things I want to call in? And I think it's still really nice to have the goals and want to direct our energy towards certain things. Yes. Um, But I think what um, you're saying as well, and that beautiful astrological calendar, is saying is, we don't we can just think about it now, and we can Mm -hmm. plan for it, and put the seeds down, and just kind of get our head around it. Be like, oh, this is what I'm wanting and needing, and you know, get it all out of our head, and then take action a little later. Yeah,
1: and even like the months that follow. So like February, I mean march is very much like creative energy um you know with aquarius and pisces mm. as well um it's a bit more like falling into like your deeper needs yeah um and so it is a new i guess perspective that you can take away from this on just like you don't actually need to be taking the action straight away it is very much like you said like reflecting and of course it's so important. I think to have like something that you aspire to but mm. you don't necessarily have to get it all done in in the first week of Jan. Yeah, <laughs> I like
0: that. And I think as well it's just such a many of us take a break over the the Christmas and the New Year period or the holiday period. I had a couple of weeks off, you've had a couple of mm. weeks off. And I think we just suck at transitions in you know, yeah. as a society <laughs> as a culture like we have um this pressure on ourselves after this big collective break for a lot of people so everyone's been chill so like there's even less pressure from society for you to feel like you can't chill at that time mm. like the leisure vibes in the world were delicious and totally. very tangible and then that just gives it's like when you, people give you permission to rest by them resting people chilling out enjoying summer yes. and just enjoying their holiday period gives you permission to really sink into it. And after that big collective kind of holiday break to then expect ourselves to go into the beginning of our work weeks, whenever we choose to go back to work with all systems firing immediately, is kind of ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I've, you know, I've just sensed this real sense of panic in Mm. people of like, uh, like I didn't have enough time to like reset or, you know, Mm. rest and, I think that's something that I think we're continuously being called back to to ensure that that is there as well so that we actually know what we are desiring
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah and I think it is a transition and so in any transition you can't go from a to z in the snap of fingers like There's a process like Mm. you ease in. And so I think it's this reminder to ease in. And even for myself, like I hit my head on Christmas day. And so I've had a head injury since. Um, And this concussion is really frustrating. Yes. But making me need to slow down even as I ease back into work even more, because there is this pressure that I was like, okay, I've decided I'm taking this many days holidays. And then that day I go back. And then I was like, everything should be back. I should be back in all the ways. And I've had to only be back in the ways that are absolutely necessary, the bare minimum, like showing up to my public classes and teaching, but haven't been back on my business side of things or mm. creation side of things or any of that, um, or too much socializing. And it's just really interesting to notice, okay, now this is your transition period. Yeah, so slowly coming back into work, not everything needs to come back online altogether immediately firing yeah,
1: yeah I've definitely be f- been feeling that and just like not really having the capacity either to be a creative you know um
0: yeah creative energy yeah. like
1: giving everything I've got yeah. um and I think I had a few things like planned um that I'm just like not gonna do and that's okay um and also other things that have come up that were unexpected and I wasn't, I didn't foresee them or I didn't, I guess, um, expect them to land just yet. Mm. Um, and so I think we also need to have that wiggle room for ourselves of, you know, the yeah. unexpected that comes up for our lives. You yeah. know, you with the kid in your head and then me with like, you know, stuff that's going on with me as well. Yeah um there's always stuff there's always going to be stuff and I think it is a good little reminder in January when we think we've you know we're going to be this new version of ourselves it's almost like the universe is like no no like just remember this is like you don't have to do it all in one go like like there's always going to be something that not interferes but like reminds you of
0: your path (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a slow warm up. It is. Yeah, it's a slow warm up, and it's just, yeah, it's nice. It is definitely a slower time. Yeah, it feels like, and I think because it's off the back of the holiday period, and because everyone kind of has chilled out mm-hmm. at, for a little bit. Totally. Some people I know, you might have only had public holidays off, but there's that energy in the air. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So it's been interesting, yeah, to notice how, I think as well, the energy has been one of just that has been the energy and anything kind of forcing or pressuring has felt unharmonious like yes. disharmonious whatever that word is yeah um it hasn't felt right it's felt like that's a little force like yeah. that's not what is being asked of me in this moment totally yeah okay.
1: um something i feel like is important to mm. just share is also like i guess the tarot energy oh yeah would wouldn't mind touching on that which is the chariot card that we've now entered into um was that
0: on the first of
1: them yeah so i guess like every year um we have a collective card as um yeah as a collective based on numerology and so this year is a seven year Mm -hmm. um if you add up 2023 it comes up to seven um and the seventh card in the major arcana is the chariot and so this i guess is the energy we can expect to see around us and within us as a collective Mm. um
0: and i've been feeling this energy quite a lot especially like the shift because we were inner lovers, yeah. now we're shifting. So it's it's kind of a pivotal time to feel that change, Yeah, hey? yeah.
1: definitely. I think, um, again, the episode that got lost in the abyss. Um, <laughs> but uh, we spoke about this a little bit there. And, yeah, I always say that, like, December and January are, the, are kind of these, like, bridging months mm. from, like, one year to another. And so you might still have that residual lover's energy which was very much um a communication um the the love that we have for ourselves the love that we have for others um just a lot more i guess this this feeling of self-exploration i would say Mm. um which i think when we were talking about it, we had definitely felt, um, you know, how love comes to us in unexpected ways, um, how we can find love for ourselves in new ways. And then moving into chariot, um, is a year of expansion of Mm -hmm. changing the vessels of our life. Um, so the things I guess that you might already be seeing and you can expect, from others is really like big changes like moving houses moving environments changing jobs um travel uh, and also just things that you have outgrown being dropped um, mm. and finding like the upgrade version so yeah. it is a year that does feel a bit like new year new me yeah it does <laughs> yeah um but I think because that energy is in the air, I've been feeling like there's this added pressure. Mm. Um, And I think the, the one thing that you can remember with the chariot is that it is the external thing that changes and like, how do you then evolve with that Mm. um so there is like one thing that changes externally but like you might not be caught up to that thing yet and so giving yourself the time and grace to to get there as Mm. well um is something that i would i've been noticing even within my own life little things are already kind of kicking into gear with people moving houses or I've booked a trip as well and like preparing for that so little things like that um are already in the air which feels very chariot um I don't know if you're kind of sensing that as well or not really been out in the world to
0: yeah I don't know so much I my lease is ending where I'm staying Mm. in like a week but it's kind of I mean, we'll see what happens there, but there is an intention to move yeah. home this year. Yeah. Not sure of a specific date, but probably yeah. the first half of the year. So that's interesting. And there's a huge desire to get abroad as well, to travel abroad, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And also there is this big hunger to to work in a new environment, to su- like sustain myself in a new way. And I think that is a expansion in itself to feel like no I need that what's been coming up for me I don't know if this is detouring at all from what you were saying but it's like noticing how our ideals change and like one at one moment we might say something and believe something and judge the alternative but then a year or two or three or four or five years later we find ourselves being like Oh no, I disagree with that thing I said and like it's just a reminder that change is the only constant and we are always changing and we might have said something one time but now we actually and disagreed with the alternative but now we actually are like oh actually I was fuck I was a bit arrogant then you know that was a bit arrogant because now I think this and so just this is my um thoughts around entrepreneurship and fulfillment in life and yeah how It's around like how working like the full time kind of steady job allows people to have the resources to then do the things that do fulfill them Mm. and how for me the last couple of years I've been doing work that's really fulfilling. But the resources that have come back, the financial exchange hasn't been enough for me to then maintain the things that are fulfilling for me. And so there is an imbalance. And then that's been quite draining. And Mm. how I'm like, oh, actually, I need to refill my fulfillment tank in like all the things I love doing. And in order to do that, I need to get resources in in another way. And so looking at work in a different light. And um, yeah, I feel it's like really interesting. as you
1: talking, that to me feels like so lovers to chariot mm. because it's yeah. the perfect example of how like you've discovered the things that you love aren't being fulfilled. Mm, yeah. Um, but then like now you're kind of moving into a direction where you're like, okay, I need to like change certain structures of my life in order to bring that bring in, bring them in. Yeah. So yeah, you've given me the perfect example of there what we I go. was trying to <laughs> there um, we go. put into words.
0: And um, also just, I think it's really interesting to notice how, yeah, like I've caught myself in the past judging that kind of work environment, but I, now I see it in a new light of, no, that Mm. feeds people that gives people that gives us a stability to then do everything else and allow everything else to flourish. So long as we're still content in that, in that environment, you know, of course there's a level of need to be content and regulated. Um, And how sometimes when we're always push, not pushing, but working towards something that we love, that is something we love how it can, start to create a strain or a drain mm, um definitely yeah. i can
1: definitely relate to the idea of um perspective changing yeah. and um i think something that i've been telling myself is like i reserve my right to change my mind i love that yeah
0: <laughs> because i always have been like i think it's so bold and courageous and it, i still believe this to be an entrepreneur in what we want and do what we want but if it's taking away other areas like we stop and we reflect and we're like oh shit something's not working here how can I support myself in all areas yeah to be fulfilled yeah yeah um I like that reserving your mind to change your (laughs) mind we do we can. um
1: and I think yeah I've definitely changed my mind a lot in the last six months um and it's really given me space to understand like Mm. where I was um, boxing myself in yeah I think when we when we don't change our minds we definitely can box ourselves we're in. restricting ourselves yeah and mm. um that's something that I felt I was falling into yeah um towards like the mid yeah of it's the like we can only year.
0: see so many possibilities but it's like well actually there are others but mm. are we limiting ourselves to only yeah one
1: yeah I like that yeah and so I mean it's it's good, like in a way, to kind of think of you know we might set ourselves these goals at the beginning of the year, but mid year we might say actually I don't really want that anymore. Yeah. And yeah, you
0: can reserve the right to change yeah. your mind, and yeah, you can say one thing one minute, and then next minute you say something else. People will be like, oh, but you said that, and be like, well, I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? It's not hypocritical. Maybe it is, but we can all be a bit hypocritical. And I
1: think I would get so hung up on like what people would think of me, like Mm. changing my
0: mind. Or if they would call you a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know?
1: That I wouldn't. Yeah. And um, it was, once I did it, I was like, oh, actually, like people don't really care that much. Yeah,
0: That (laughs) fear of judgment. Yeah. So, Mm.
1: um. It's something i can share that is definitely not vanished but diminished i would say <laughs> yeah
0: people don't care that much do they yeah they're just it's not that they, they observe care, it are just they're like happy oh to okay see. cool yeah yeah accepting
1: yeah yes i think we um well, well for me at least i've noticed that people are way more accepting than i give them credit. yeah totally <laughs> totally <laughs> mm. yeah um Is there anything else that I wanted to say about this? Um, The only other thing was something we had kind of touched on in one of our Abyss episodes, as they are now (laughs) being called, (laughs) (laughs) Um, is the fact that every day is a new opportunity. And I think that's something that you had said in one of the episodes. And I really like hung on to that um, as just like, you know, we have so many beginnings and ends in every moment of our life, um, whether it be sunset um, and yeah. or dawn or breath yeah. or these moments and pockets that we can give ourselves to renew, to restart.
0: Um, and it's really just our own intention. It is. It's that intention. And it's also, yeah, like I think we need to remind ourselves constantly that every day is that opportunity to start anew. but I think for some reason the new year feels like a bit more of a gutsy one that we're like, oh, okay, I've got to do it now. Cause so we can get a bit like blase or a bit yeah. late. Not, I don't want to say lazy, but we can get a little unmotivated to mm. take action for the things that we really want. And something like a marker of a new year or a marker of a moon cycle can be like, okay, no, This is the time. It just gives us that oomph, that fire behind us to be like, no, I'm going to be devoted to this thing that I want. I want, but at the end of the day, you could do that any day. Like you really could. And at any day, something can end. And as Aggie was saying, it's like, we've got the sunset every day and the sunrise every day and the ending of the sunset happens every day, but it's beautiful. And it's that reminder of how beautiful endings can be when we watch the sunset every day. Like, and it is the possibility that happening gives us the possibility for the new day, for the dawn. If it doesn't happen, there's nothing, there's no room for the new.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, both you and I are very like live with the seasons Mm, and massively, um, you know, with nature and, I think for me, it has been one of my biggest teachers in letting go and renewing myself as well. Mm. Um, and I, I often try and move with the seasons, yeah. um, to fill in to where I need to let things go or to plant the seeds or, yeah. you know, to hibernate, Yeah. Um, to bloom and yeah, expand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so now we're just kind of like reaping the rewards in a way, if we're thinking of, you know, summer mm. and the joy of everything that we have done mm. in the last. And
0: that's maybe why it is while. so sweet and calm. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, no, so the energy of the moment is so low pressure. It's like yeah. we feel it externally from society, but like the season is just saying. Just enjoy, just savour, yeah. be be in the beauty of it and the bounty of it all, yeah. you know? I just think of, like, my
1: little tomatoes that are finally, um, you know, giving their fruits and... Yeah. It's just like that is how I feel summer should be. It's just like a joy to pick the fruit off the Mm. trees and...
0: Eat a mango every day. Yeah,
1: and just (laughs) feel the juiciness and like the freshness of... The ripeness of
0: life and the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, That's That's really nice.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's a nice place to end it all.
0: Mm, I think so. So, folks, we'll be back in two weeks um thanks for your patience <laughs> with us over the holidays and um I don't really have anything to share I might send a newsletter later this month so if you're not on it you can go on my website to subscribe that's the really the best place to be um and Aggie you've got anything on that you want to share
1: um I've got this joy of the Inn which starts tonight for me so um yeah probably can catch the last two weeks if you'd like. Um, It's in person in my space um, and it's all about the season and yin and just, I guess, like a space to return softly to the year. Um, And I think that's about it. Like just readings as well are open and that's a really lovely ritual and time that you can give yourself as well if you're kind of wanting that guidance for the year ahead Mm. um i know that the ones that i have done so far this year have just been like really potent and yummy and i feel like it's a nice space to also talk about your own personal cards that Mm. are you're transitioning through Um, so if that feels good that's all on my website Um, that's it more to come in time. Well,
0: ah. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, both Thank you everyone so yeah. much. Happy New Year Happy and Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>